I've always wanted to do that duet with someone. Can you, you do, do confrontation? Can, you want to do confrontation? Can you do uh, je, uh, Valjean? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this honestly. I <laughs> honestly I can't. No, I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, honest, honestly, I I I vocally I am much closer to Javert than Valjean. But for the purposes of an experiment, I will certainly try to do the Valjean part. It's very yes. brave of you. Okay, let's see this. Believe Men me, like you can what never you will. change. There is Men a duty like that I'm sworn to do. Change. You no, know nothing of my life. So All I did was steal some my bread. Duty is to you the know law. nothing you of the know world. That. You Come would with me sooner see me dead. But not before I see Jean this justice done. Now. I am warning you, Javert. I'm a stronger man by far. Every man is born in sin. Every man must choose his way. You I know nothing of Javert. I was born inside a jail. I was I born with skill like you. Here. I am Do from what the gutter too. Guys, wow. thank you so much for listening to the Song Topsy Report. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Why didn't we have the music backing us the whole time? All added in post. Because I'm pretty sure I was off key on several parts. That well, I- was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Steve, that seriously, that was an itch I've never had scratch. I've never performed that duet with someone. You're welcome. I'm so glad you popped my Javert cherry here You're on welcome. the podcast. What podcast is that? That podcast is the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I am warning you, Javert. I'm the stronger man by far. My name is Stephen Trollinger. My race is not yet run. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Woo! Uh, but guys, thank you uh, so much for joining us today on our second episode of kind of a new experimental format we're trying uh, called B-Side. The it's, B-Side! It's a thing we do when we're too lazy to do the thing we've been doing. No, there's just... So, if you have listened to previous episodes, first off, thank you so much. Uh, and if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Uh, but our typical format is to pick a bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy song... And kind of dissected that over the course of an episode. But there are some subjects that we're interested in that are tangentially related to music that uh, don't quite fit the standard format. And so for those uh, subjects, we have the B-sides, where we have a more freeform format to kind of discuss that. And I'm very excited today because Steve and Mike don't know what the subject is today. I have introduced it. I don't know what it is, but you have given me enough hints to make me worried. So that's where I am right now. I'm super good excited be. because I'd love to see Steve squirm. <laughs> well, my tummy does hurt, and I do have a bottle of Pepto-Bismol in front of me. So he does. He literally has it. a bottle of Pepto-Bismol just in case his tummy gets warm. You will see it. So, guys, I'm going to start by telling you a little story. Ooh. All right. So, so get, 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 gather closer. Oh, gather no. Closer. <laughs> get, But before I get started, I just want to say Mike's commitment to an audio-only format where you can't see. He literally got as close to Steven as he possibly could. It just warms the cockles of my heart. Mm -hmm. Steve, are you like, I can can hear your sphincter clenching all the way from here. (laughs) Well, you know, it's what the bismol's for. All right, guys, so, little story for you. 
Sometime in 1989, in a remote region of Siberia, a team of Russian geologists drilled an 8.9-mile hole into the permafrost-covered ground. When they neared the nine-mile point, however, the drills began to spin wildly, indicating that it had broken through into a larger area. A man identified only as Mr. Azikov was said to be the manager of the project. He made the decision to lower several heat-resistant microphones into the hole, along with an array of other measuring tools. To the surprise of the geologists, the temperature in the hole measured an incredible 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. The microphones returned something even more astounding. The sounds of wailing human voices. That led scientists to make an uncomfortable hypothesis. The center of the Earth, at least at this point, was partially hollow, and they had drilled into hell itself. Many of the scientists quit the job site immediately. On-site medics treated the rest with a mild sedative to erase their short-term memories, which helps to explain why the story did not make front-page headlines all over the news. Those who stayed, though, were in for an even bigger shock later that night. A plume of luminous gas burst out of the borehole. The shape of a gigantic winged demon unfolded, and the words, I have conquered, in Russian, were seared into the flames. This story happened in Siberia, and these recordings have been captured. And we, listeners, have that audio right now. Are you... Are you... Are you messing with me right now, Nick? <laughs> are you messing with me right now? You're telling me in Russian Siberia, they went nine miles into the ground. No, Fiji, si- Fijian Siberia. They went to shush. <laughs> yes, in Siberia. Now, this audio first emerged 1989, kind of disappeared. And then 2012, Art Bell, who ran a conspiracy... Rest in peace. Yes. Rest, well, <laughs> that's a whole story. If you want to hear the story of Art Bell, research it. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. Rest in space. Yes, rest in space. Um, conspiracy theory... Spa- oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, he, ran a, he had a conspiracy theorist sort of uh, radio talk show. Um, and this audio was sent to him in 2002. So we have him introducing it and then going right into the audio. Now, I've got a clean copy of it now, and uh, I warn you, uh, this could scare you. Here's the email. Dear Art Bell, I just recently began listening to your radio show and could not believe it when you talked about the sounds from hell tonight. My uncle had told me this story a couple of years ago, and I didn't believe him. Like one of your listeners who discounted the story as nothing more than just a religious newspaper fabricated account. The story about the digging of the hole and the hearing of the sounds from hell is very real. It did occur in Siberia. My uncle collected videos and audio tapes and so forth on the paranormal, supernatural. He passed away fairly recently, but he would have loved your show. He let me listen to one of the audio tapes that he had on the sounds from hell in Siberia, and I copied it. You received his copy from a friend who worked at the BBC. It took me a while to find it tonight, but attached is that sound from my uncle's tapes. It's not the greatest quality, but the sounds are there. I was very hesitant to send you this as the sound bothers me to listen to. I'd suggest that if you do play it on the program, <laughs> warn listeners Steve in advance moving his headphones. so they may have the option I don't play with of this, turning Nick. the radio off for 30 seconds while it plays. It has always 
haunted me. To those who discounted the Siberia sounds from Hell's story, it is true, and I, for one, wish it wasn't. Rick, listening from Chicago. And so I submit now the cleaned, uh, a better copy to you. Nick, this is crazy. Dude. But you know what? Now that we've paused and Steve has taken his headphones off and put them back on, uh, what, what are your thoughts before you hear the audio? Well... Uh, I'm I'm of I'm divided. I'm of two minds. The first mind was the one that pokes holes in the Swiss cheese mind. The Swiss cheese mind that pokes holes in the whole story. Like for instance, the thing that really sets me off is the scientists could only come to one conclusion. They had drilled into hell. The scientists. That was the, the conclusion the- that they came to. The science. This could have been scientists from the Creationist Museum in Kentucky. Some scientists are religious. Yeah, but a group of scientists on a on like a an excavation are not necessarily they're not unless it's like they're all scientists in the sense that they're theologians first. And if they're all like fucking, you know, like uh, Father Merrick from the Exorcist. Like if it's that entire team of that Okay, I could maybe see that, but you think so you, you think, think they, they you think they cycled through Occam's razor first to be like, well, obviously the simplest solution is it's a pit, uh, it's uh, we drilled into hell. Well, regardless, let's hear the rest of Art Bell introducing the uh, the audio tape in question. And so I submit now the cleaned uh, a better copy to you, and uh, I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. <laughs> Fucked up shit. Hell has some shit ass acoustics. <laughs> Why would hell have great acoustics? I don't know. It's cavernous. No, you know what? No, Steve's right. You'd expect, especially with like with the rock and roll era and like <laughs> metal, you know, going with with uh, Satan and shit, that they would at least, if you were gonna, perfor- you'd want to be able to perform in hell. And how are you gonna do that with no acoustics? So, so that is that we was, have disproven this right <laughs> off the bat, just based on that. That was either a recording of uh, of a Hell's Auditorium, or it was a recording of a water park. <laughs> one lady's really getting screwed. An indoor in hell. water park. Yes, you could. I mean, there's that one. La- you're just like, oh man, ah, and then it's like a lot of. Well, you, uh, you might be unsurprised to hear that this audio is fake, actually. This is not really the sounds of demons from hell, but that did not stop it being um, perpetuated as an exact recording of that to prove the existence of hell. Now, this is actually... So this is an urban legend, essentially, uh, but this is... How it got started was interesting. So the Soviet Union had, in fact, drilled a hole, but it was more than 12, kilo- and it was more than 12 kilometers deep. Um, this was the Kola Super Deep Borehole, located not in Siberia, but on the Kola Peninsula, which shares borders with Norway and Finland. So, the first place that this audio appeared in, or was uh, brought to, was a bunch of Pentecostals in Finland. Were the first people to get their hands on this audio. And by the way, this audio, I'll spoil it up front, 
Uh, turns out someone tested and determined that this was audio from an Italian horror movie called Baron of Blood. The sounds huh. that screaming. And then it was just constantly cycled through and garbled to sound just like the, the Italians screaming. are very the town's very good at horror. Yeah. So at some point in 1989 or so, someone wrote a fictionalized version of the Well to Health story where they kind of built up all of this this whole backstory. Where to were it. you when the child fell in the well to hell? But if now I, I <laughs> Little Timmy comes back as like a demon. (laughs) Now, I mentioned that it was Finnish Pentecostals who were the first to get their hands in this, but take a wild stab at who ran with this. If you guessed Christian publications in the United States, you would be right. This audio was circulated to scare the shit out of people, to confirm a literal existence of hell, to scare people. And everybody knows that hell as a place is not a physical place that can be reached. It is an alternate dimension. That's the... Th- Parallel to <laughs> Thank ours. you, Steve. Confirming that hell is more of a state of mind. Because your soul... No. Well, your, your soul goes to hell, so when your soul... Speak for yourself. ...departs your body, it departs the material plane and goes to the immaterial plane, and the, which is uh, also weighed down by the... Uh, by the by, you know, a judgment as to the deeds you have done in your life and their karmic influence on the world at large, and then that will determine in what dimension your soul finds itself. Steve, you know that's all well and good, but that fairy tale, I don't believe. Hell is a place in Siberia where you can lower a microphone down deep enough and hear the sounds of people screaming. That's the hell that I choose to believe in. You know, one of my versions of hell. Uh, uh, Mike, please, we're talking about the actual versions of hell right now, not oh, your th- crazy mix em ups. This is not a mix em up. You ever watch All Dogs Go to Heaven uh, 2, right? So The when, one we are least likely to have watched. So, so, or maybe it was the first one. Anyway, he's in heaven, right? As all dogs are. But everyone's gambling, and they're all winning. Everybody wins at everything. Everything's perfect. Everything's chummy. Everything's pristine. Like, there's, no, uh, there's no chaos. And to me, guys, sometimes you just need that little extra dose of chaos, man. Or things get boring. And getting being bored for eternity, that's my hell, man. Well, that, that's if you subscribe to the idea that the concept of your immortal soul can feel the same things that you feel in the, in the material plane. Because your sense of boredom is tied to your sense of physical self. If you no longer are tethered to that, and you are free, essentially, a free spirit... Perhaps boredom is no longer an emotion. Perhaps emotion itself cannot be felt. Or if it can, it's felt on a much deeper and more personal or higher level. So like a damned spirit is more uh, able to, is feels more acutely its negative emotions, and that's why it's kept where it is. That's why ghosts are angry and sad and dis- dispossessed. Because they're and, bored. And Well, no. They've been sitting they're in a haunted house all day. I'm sorry, do these sound like people who are bored? Listen, I can't, say they're ha- I can't say they're having the time of their life, but they certainly sound like they have a lot going on. I mean, I know it's a hoax, but quite literally every time you play that, I, like, don't fucking get your finger away from the iPad. No! no, no I'm, I'm sorry, I'm scrolling. Well, no, the comments are great, because the comments are a juxtaposition between people genuinely saying... Uh, repent now, believe in Christ, or this is where you will go. And just people making sarcastic comments like, are we sure this isn't Black Friday at Walmart? Uh, it sounds like a high school cafeteria. Etc. I was expecting a Justin Bieber song. I expected a Rick roll when the audio started. Oh, yeah. 
it's true because all caps God created heaven and the all caps hell because I believe in all caps God. But well, he, uh, he didn't really have a thesis statement, did he? Not really. Not really. It's kind of just, um, just like. Uh, and point of order. <laughs> Someone wrote in all caps, I heard my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Jeremy. No. no. Uh, point of point of fact, or point of order, rather. Yes. It, uh, hoax aside, that's still fucking disturbing to hear a bunch it's... of people scream. So fucking please don't just cut repeatedly play that in my ears for the rest of this episode. Maybe a couple of times just to make a point, but please don't go hog wild on it. I won't. I know that would be your hell. Wow. So, would, so your hell is hearing other people suffering. That's, well, that's actually really... You're very empathetic. Oh, Steve. No, no but, my, my, hell is, my hell is the Event Horizon hell. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Which one's that? That's, that's my The hell. film Event Horizon? The film... Like, the, the concept of hell in Event, for, in Event Horizon is the thing that I think I most fear. But seriously, though, imagine early... Yeah, early mid-90s... You hear this audio. If you are even if you even remotely believe in the idea that hell is a location underground that's full of pain and suffering, and you heard this, that's that that's the tripwire. I feel like to send your imagination going into overdrive, as it is slightly with Stephen right now. I even though it's from Baron Blood, a 1972 I silly am, horror movie. I am, as was discussed the last episode, and evidently Mike seems to think I bring it up all the friggin' time. I was raised uh, in the Roman Catholic faith. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think Nick, you, you made this point earlier. If you talk to any Roman Catholic, even if they don't, they're not practicing Roman Catholic anymore, they will tell you the scariest thing to them is anything having to do with demonic possession or hell. Facts. Facts. That, that is, that was just, that was just ingrained in them from the, from the moment they were, their imaginations began to work. It was ingrained in them that this is a bad place and here's why. And, like I, I have, I like horror movies don't scare me. Like slashers, whatever, uh, supernatural elements like the Amityville horror gets close to it. Like that kind of yeah. scares me a little bit. I have to this day never seen The Exorcist because I refuse to watch The Exorcist. And I, because in the back of my mind, even though I'm telling myself, you know, like you don't really believe in that anymore. The back of my you mind, is, there's a part yeah, of your the back the of my rep- mind is like, you damn sure better believe in that. <laughs> no, th- there's a there's don't a- fuck with that Ouija board, Steve. You're gonna get you're gonna have like gross, scaly, green skin. You're gonna throw up everywhere and shit everywhere. It's gonna be disgusting. <laughs> why? That's why you have the Pepto Bismol. I have the Pepto Bismol here. <laughs> no, there is a reptile part of everyone's brains that it's the part where you have all rational or irrational fear. Like you know. Logically, that's a movie. It's fictional, but there's like that deep part of your brain. But like, yeah, but what if that actually like? What if there's this just most infinitesimal chance that that could happen? Oh yeah, it's fucking See, scary. I went, I, uh, I, uh, I went to a uh, Methodist church and went to Sunday school until I was eight. But then after that, received a mostly secular upbringing, which I think I don't know if I don't know if it was just because the Methodists are just like Protestant light, but. I just feel like I never got quite the hell and terror that that someone in a Roman Catholic upbringing would get. It is it is it is particular to that and certain you know um, evangelical Pentecostal sort of <clears throat> sort of religions. Most everything else, like Episcopalians, they don't give a they don't give a flying fuck yeah. about hell. <laughs> That's their motto. Don't give a, we don't give a, we're Episcopalian. We don't give a flying fuck about hell. What do we even call each other? Are we fa- is it father? Is it pastor? I don't know. 
I don't think God cares, really. Yeah, just call me Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. <laughs> hey, should we be able to marry? Yeah, we should be able to marry. You're damn right. That's weird. It's weird to not do that. <laughs> should women be? Uh, yeah, fuck it. Let, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm in here. So uh, the the first wave when this recording became uh, big in the United States, uh, something called I'd never heard of it before. Uh, Trinity Broadcasting Network were the ones who ran with it, and the editors decided to run the story with the title "Scientists Discover Hell." And I love that because they always say they say scientists to add some sense of validity to it. I feel like uh, also saying the scientists discovered hell is sort of like saying Christopher Columbus discovered America. Yeah. I mean, technically, technically, Lucifer discovered hell. Yes, yes, he's the one who first fell into that lake of fire. How dare these scientists come taking Satan's in credit? The... Oh my God! How dare they? <laughs> yeah, some versions of the story, uh, popular endings to the story, have it that scientists, uh, that symbol, uh, that symbolize atheism, uh, ran screaming from the site in terror when confronted with such uh, irrefutable proof. And since the discovery of hell, conversions to Christianity began occurring at an unprecedented rate. Because you may recall, uh, Jesus never mentioned hell. Wait, didn't he go? No, he went and freed all the souls from hell. So the harrowing of didn't hell, he? the harrowing of hell, which is a, uh, which is what you're talking about. Um, it, um, I mean, that's definitely a story. It's not included in the Bible because it was not deemed. Uh, it's more of a tradition than like an actual thing that they will teach you. Um, because it doesn't the 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 gospels that were eventually chosen by the uh, the what is it the Council of Nicaea I guess uh, were were not by the voice judges yeah had nothing had nothing to do with any uh, didn't involve that story it was probably in an apocryphal book I don't know which one but yeah that that's a story and it's a tradition like that's kept as truth but it's never it was never written anywhere to my knowledge anyway but the idea that J- Jesus that went Jesus to- Jesus died well Jesus died uh died on the cross and then the first the first stop he made was he went down to hell and freed all of like the righteous pagans or no not righteous pagans all the people that i'm thinking of dante again yeah yeah uh, uh freed all of the uh like righteous like jewish souls that had been consigned to a like a limbo yeah. like the top most level of hell like the not quite it's not great but it's not hell hell uh like yeah he, hell he went, hell he is more there. like <laughs> See, he didn't go down to that level. No, they had to stay there, Nick. They... Okay, so after he goes to that level. <laughs> That's really loud, by the way. You're playing Well, it it's very the loud. souls of all the damned, Steve. Uh, I'm sorry if it's too loud for you. Uh, so you went down there and he kicked some ass and took some names and, and freed all of the uh, all the righteous souls from before his... Because the, the conceit, Christian well, conceit... Well, that's how they have to the, like, the, justify the, Yeah, it. the Christian conceit is that um, you can't be truly saved and enter heaven until you accept Christ. As your Lord and Savior. So, so yeah, for the people who lived before Christ, they were kind of out of luck. <laughs> like, oh, if only we'd known. But you're saying that's actually not not canon? It's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Jesus canon. It's held as a tradition. Oh, Jesus canon sounds like the ultimate weapon. It's held as tradition, but it is not, as far Just- as I'm aware, written in any of the books Definitely not written any of the books that were that made it into the Bible, and none of the apocryphal ones that I know of. But yeah, I could be wrong or not know. Can we talk about the Jesus canon for a second? Like, you only get one shot with it, though, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Much like you do at getting into heaven. That's what it, it's a metaphor. Oh. The Jesus canon is a metaphor. Oh, Nick, you brilliant son of a bitch! But I gotta say, this is a cool 
urban like it's creepy the idea of russian scientists in siberia stumbling upon hell like there's like a there's a oh, what's 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 the term for it synchronicity synchronicity just a creepy factor to it because the like, fact that it's russia and russia is scary well i mean that that's that's how this is like the perfect brewing point for an urban legend to begin it's you're saying it takes place in siberia where it would have been difficult to actually get accurate information but it's more like because like even me even though like i don't believe in the literal hell of being underground and fiery torturing screaming but that's where all the dinosaurs are exactly yes and and the nazis plotting their comeback Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the hollow earth um come on guys get 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 your head in the game yeah there can't be hollow earth all right there can't be a hell because the earth is flat. Where is it going to go? Uh, side story, but I, I, <laughs> I, I, want to, I want to at some point, I don't know in what capacity, I want to have a flat earther and a hollow earther debate each other, and I just want to watch it. Oh, that'd be Bill Nye versus that uh, that church dude, right? No, Flat Earth versus Hollow Earth. Oh. Because they're both crazy, oh, and they both fuck. can't be right. And I just want to hear the stupidity of the logic butting heads. But I digress. <laughs> Like even me, like even though I I don't believe like in the literal existence of that hell, the idea is still creepy to me. Like yeah, but what if they still did record? Like what if those still were people screaming? And if that is true, like what what did the, what were they recording? What did they get? Oh, they got like near like a wormhole that was to another dimension. Yes, the, the, audio the, the, the Event Horizon through. version. Event Horizon be, theory. <laughs> the Event Horizon theory could still be good. Yeah. Should watch that by the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally gonna see that now. Yeah, it terrifies me to this day. It combines two most uh, two two terrifying things: hell and space. Do you think there's a ladder system in hell? How so? Well, someone's doing the torturing, right? But how do these people get in that position? You know what I mean? Like, are they just? I think the degree of just, the horror. Of the how life do you you've get lived. to Carnegie Hall? <laughs> Practice. <laughs> like, can you become a demon once you go down there? You're like, oh, I'm sick of this, man. All right, let me just. I want to. I want to. Well, I want to dish out some punishment. I'm sick of getting it all day. If you go by the John Milton method, the demons were the angels who, the third of the angels who Lucifer convinced to fight with him and rebel against God, and then all went to hell. So I think, the, I think the, basically, the demons are all employed. Like, there's no new job openings there. They're just They're perpetual. all unionized and shit, too, I bet. No. Well, no, hell hates unions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you have to, <laughs> you have to seduce them into it. Into that what? Idea. Yeah. Seduce who into what? Yeah. You got to seduce the, these fallen uh, angels. Uh, the idea that they should all come together as one and, uh, you know, demand some uh, better, well, like a better work life. Well, I think, I think the problem with unions in hell is that Satan already tried to do that once with them and it fucked them over royally. So I don't think they're really keen on unionizing. No, guys, listen, it'll work this time. Let's all get together and air our grievances. The last time we did that, we ended up here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but I, I got an I got an airtight. We had a we had an organizer come in. He gave me a ten step process. It's airtight right now, guys. I'm gonna go up to heaven. I'm gonna talk to God about it. Twenty minutes later, okay, guys, I'm back. Um, here's the thing: we are yeah. actually creating an extra day to work that day. What? So, what? That's the opposite of what There's we wanted. There's eight days in hell now. No! I'm sorry. You're the worst at this, Satan. <laughs> The other problem was He's they, the worst steward, man. He really is. No, the other problem was they. You know, they had that union. Do you remember the union chant they were trying to get started? Right, oh, like the union chant. Like you couldn't understand it because they're like, "Okay, guys, let's all go." I mean, 
what message are you getting across? Guys, it's, it's a jumbled mess what we're trying. Sorry if it's too loud, Steve. We're trying to talk over the sounds of hell. Sharon, could you cut down on the screaming a little bit, please? <laughs> oh, and I meant to discuss this later, but that new little pump song is out. <laughs> Nick, you keep this up. You're going to hear that sooner rather than later. You know, that's it's okay, but it's no Gucci gang. It is no Gucci gang. Uh, they can't all be winners. But, yeah, so I just wanted to... <laughs> Cruelly spring that on you guys because I, I'd heard the audio a while ago and I figured if I had a few sleepness, sleepless nights out of it, the least I can do is bestow that onto you guys as well. Please don't. <laughs> Please stop. Steve's hands me. are on his headphones, just ready to yank them off so he can I'm have a good I'm sorry night's sleep. that I'm a normal person who doesn't want to constantly hear the screaming of the damned. You've heard the music I listen to, Steve. <laughs> this is very, very, very similar. <laughs> But yes, uh, that was... I thought we were going to listen to something fun like the bloop and talk about the bloop. Oh, the bloop is great. I think the bloop is Cthulhu. Well, uh, that's what everyone thinks who doesn't think about things, Nick. Shut up. What's the bloop? The bloop is this sound that was heard very, very deep in the ocean. Some actual record, like recording equipment picked it up. Uh, but they determined that the sound that they heard came from something that would have had to have been like 50 times bigger than the biggest whale. It's just this huge... And organic. Like, they determined... There's some who theorize that it was, like, a landslide underwater, but they just determined something very big and organic had to have made that sound, and nothing exists that would have been big enough to make that. I'm so it's obviously there, Cthulhu, there's, our lord and savior. There's there's something fucked up out there, man. What, in the sea? In the sea, dude. You don't say. Oh, there's something... There's you, mean, something. you mean that place that we've explored roughly 0.5% of? Which is crazy, right? Because you know, you, when you, with the access to the internet and like information, that's right. Access to the internet should get us more <laughs> exploration time. No, in the deep no, sea. I'm saying, but it Yo, hasn't Google Maps mapped the ocean floor yet? It warps your mind, though, when you can access information in seconds. Yeah, you begin to expect that everything. No, that is has true. Been found that is true. It's like shocking. Like, wait, we've still seen so little of the ocean. But in reality, it's no, yeah. There's like there's volcanoes down there. Yeah. There's there's some there's some fucked up shit. I, I, I went on what else is down there, Mike? I'm no, telling you. Let me know what I went down on there. a YouTube dark hole of just looking at like there was this species of a giant squid that they just caught on film for the first time in like 2014. Architeuthis? I don't know if it was that one. There's there's several different kinds, but this was one that the the tentacles like it was just sitting motionless in the ocean, and the tentacles went like so deep you couldn't see how far down they went. It was terrifying and i loved it oh. Oh. it's really difficult to be terrified of something that has no bones <laughs> oh it can still fuck you up i know it can i'm just saying you're they look- eat whales man I'm we gotta drain the just- ocean guys that's what we gotta do that's drain that. it where we gotta, we gotta get where up. do we drain the ocean <laughs> we gotta, listen somebody put somebody put jason statham in a mini sub and send him down there to take care of stuff well, guys, I think that's about it for the uh, Well to Hell audio recording. It was a hoax. It was good fun. We all laughed. We had some fun. I created I some waxed, memories. I waxed theologically for some reason for an exceedingly <laughs> long time. No, Steve, that, that, that's your bread and butter. I know things. You do. Yeah. I know things about things that, don't, that shouldn't matter. Steve, but... you are a wellspring of knowledge. Thank you. Oh, oh, there's something... Wellspring to Hellspring uh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to play it, Steve. Don't worry. But the fact, I mean... I hope everyone's had a good time today. 
Steve, I, I love this shit. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I love. I do too, but this is this in particular is is a is a weird is a thing for me. I, no, I understand. I understand it. It hits to a point that your brain be beyond the rational part of your brain. Oh, can, we gotta watch scary Ouija board videos next time. I'm not doing that. <laughs> what <laughs> if anything I've said in the last hour long we've been doing this makes you think I'd be okay with doing that? Well, Steve, funny you mentioned that because right here I've got a Ouija board. <laughs> Pull an axe out from under the table and stick it in the board. Oh, that was your birthday present. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for listening uh, to this to our second episode of B Sides. Uh, we have other ideas for similar topics uh, like this, much to Steve's chagrin. So, if you're interested, let us know. Uh, you can contact us at the at gmail.com, uh, or you can reach out to us, DM us on Twitter, Facebook, all the social medias. Uh, and on that note, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check out the backlog of episodes on Come Here, Floyd. Uh, follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yeah, you can find me at MrMikeRussell.com, that's MrMR, or at my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com, that's MrMR.dot. And, uh, yeah, like Nick said, please, like, reach out, give some reviews, tell us what you're thinking, what interesting audio clips we could listen to for these B-side segments, and, uh, what your version of how would be. Oh my gosh. That could be No, don't send us. <laughs> Why would you want people to send us that? The fun versions of hell. The folks. fun versions not, of hell. Not the ninth ring, but like the first ring. Where all the where all those Jews were at that yeah. Nick was talking about. Yeah. Where all, all the all noble the, pagans. All the, were. All the Jews all the, and righteous <laughs> pagans. All my righteous pagans. All my righteous pagans. That's the third put a ring on it joke we made, I think, today. <laughs> uh, you we're can, ten short then. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at your mantrolo, stevencholder.com. And I will occasionally look at the uh, the pages for the show as well. So I'll, I'll look at that, too. <laughs> and nowhere else. Do not try yes. to contact me. <laughs> Certainly not his website. Maybe. Maybe, it, maybe it'll be under construction by the time this episode comes out. We'll see. I meant to say completed, but the fact I said under construction is just muscle memory it's at this point. Slip. It was. <laughs> well, guys, How many s- penises does it take to screw in a light bulb? I mean, damn it. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, no, wait. It's... How uh, how many men does it take to screw in a penis? I mean, light bulb, light bulb, shit, fuck. Ah, uh, guys, we had a lot of fun today. We did. We uh, we had some fun. And on that note, uh, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm taking my headphones off because I know Nick's gonna play that at the end of the show. What are you talking about, Steve? Uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. I gotta say, it's kind of catchy. The it is. We have great backtrack. So...